Nice of you to join me. Well, how am I supposed to know you're there? Is that a beer? No. Oh, I was I was just thinking how there's two types of people in the world. There's the type that like like make a plan and then like that's it. I I never text about it again. And then there's the people that like make a plan but need to like you know double check or and then, like I'm the type yeah. that like you can make a plan three months from now at three thirty on a certain day. You won't hear from me again, but I will just be there. And then there's people that you know double check or which is like you, which is smart. Yeah, because people forget all the time. I know, they really do. So I wanted to talk about loneliness because I heard recently this statistic about how like 45% of adults in England feel lonely. And in the US, it's 61%, which makes sense. 61%? Yeah, and the World Health Organization just launched this commission saying that loneliness can be as bad for people's health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Wow. So it's a bit of an epidemic right now, especially since the pandemic because of all that social isolation. I think people are having a really hard time. Fuck. Yeah. I know when you said you wanted to talk about this, I don't, I don't really tell this to people because it makes me sound weird, but I don't think I've, I know what that feels like. I don't think I've ever felt lonely. And the only reason I think I know what loneliness might feel like is that I feel that way around people or I have felt that way in a relationship where like, you know, you're at the group of strangers and you just can't say anything you want to say. You can't ask anything you want to ask. You can't be yourself in any shape or form, you know, and it can feel kind of like, I don't know, makes you feel like a freak sort of. Or I don't know if that's loneliness, but I, I honestly, I don't know if I know what it, I don't know if I've ever felt it. Yeah. Have but you? what you just, what you just described is a, loneliness? a feeling of loneliness. And right. it's interesting that you brought that up because I was going to ask about how you can be in a relationship and still be lonely. Yeah. And I like think that's... a lot of people are living that yeah. way. Because when you're in a relationship, like you have all the confinements of being in a relationship, you can't, you're not free, you can't do whatever you want or, you know what I mean? But you're, but if you also can't be yourself or share your authentic self, I mean, that is, that's lonely because you're kind of stuck in this cage or something, you know? Yeah, you're like isolated and you don't feel connected. That's basically what loneliness is. It's that feeling that you're not connecting. Right. But I guess I'm lucky to have the personality I do in today's world because I I never feel that when I'm by myself. <laughs> never. I can't think of a time. And I've gone pretty long stretches. Yeah, but... I was going to ask you what was the loneliest, loneliest time of your life? And I thought you might say maybe when Avery was a baby. No, no, that was no. Uh, it was in a relationship. Yeah. What about you? Do you ever feel lonely? It's um, obviously common. Yeah, of course I do. Like it's more that more so feeling just like I don't fit rather than feeling sad and disconnected because I feel like I have pretty good relationships in my life and if I 
need to reach out if I'm feeling down. I always have someone that I can talk to about it. But I do remember when I first moved to Vancouver, that was probably the loneliest time of my life. Those first six months that I was in Vancouver, because it was really hard to make friends there. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm like, I, my social needs are just so, so small, but I've never been deprived of all of them. Like, you know, like I have you to talk to, I have Avery kicking around, you know, so it's not like, I don't know. I'm sure I would feel it if I was completely cut off from all contact for extremely long times, but I would imagine I can make it farther than most. Yeah. I I was like, yeah, like being sent to my room when I was little was like amazing. Not a punishment. No, not a punishment. <laughs> and even when I think of solitary confinement, I'm just like, why is that such? I would, I don't know. I just, but it's probably because I, I can't, I don't know. I just can't relax around most people or I can't be my authentic self. So I'd much rather be alone where I can surround myself with, you know, I can listen to podcasts, read books or what, you know, be around people that I, that are interesting or, yeah, I don't know. I just find our social mores is that, you know, are, are just, I mean, you know, you can't really, it's just getting worse too. I just, I want to talk about real shit. I don't want to, I don't want to talk about what most people want to talk about, I guess. And yeah. so I just would rather be alone kind of <laughs> like, I want to learn something or make something or like, I want to know what people think of Jordan Peterson. I want to talk about the war. I want to talk about religion. I want to talk about philosophy, history, you know? But you cannot do that with uh, most people, really. Yeah. The other reason that I wanted to talk about this was because I went to my naturopath a couple months ago. And we were just, I always just sit there and talk about what's going on in my life because she always makes me. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, I was, I think I was like having a hard time. And she said, Oh, Carmen, you're like doing really well you have friends and a really good support system. And I know you'll, this will just pass because you, you have all the tools to get through it. And she told me that most people, like most of her clients don't have friends. And I was like, what? Wow. I don't understand, but I, I, I kind of do because especially in midlife, I think people really isolate themselves and are just focused on their little bubble of their family and they don't have the time or energy to make that effort to maintain their friendships. Yeah. And if you don't make an effort, those friendships die. But then why don't people make an effort then if they're lonely? Because they feel like they don't have that energy. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. I think like, that do you think social so- media. <laughs> I was just going to ask you, if, if it, I, is it making it worse or better? Yes, I think it makes it worse. And the reason I think it makes it worse is because you feel like you're connecting to people because you're seeing what's going on in their lives. You're, you're sort of spying on them, sort of. And it makes you feel like, oh, I know what's going on with them, so I don't need to call them or I don't. I don't need to check in because I know they're fine. But I think that that's false. Like everything that you see on social is not reality, first of all. 
And I think it's so important to just tell people that you're thinking about them. That makes you feel less lonely. Like it does, you do matter, right? Yeah, but people still chat on social media. You know, you get little messages and memes and you're chatting. I know, but it doesn't quite feel the same as that quality time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't feel like I'm a normal person to talk about this subject with. because Yeah, I, but Janet, you're not. I know that you prefer quality over quantity. And that's mm -hmm. everyone has like different needs, right? And some people want tons of friends and tons of social interaction and other people are introverted like we are and we just want quality interactions i do think that like you and i have talked on the phone every almost every weekend for years now and that's like i feel like that that weekly call is really great because we can actually talk but the rest of the week it's very scattered and just a little snippet here and there but when you yeah. talk you can find out like really what's happening and it's just it feels natural i don't know yeah and you is. can talk about like like i can talk about anything with you whereas like that's why i don't like parties or something because you can't get into deep real conversation like you know what i mean everything's very surfacey and I don't know. I just, um, I don't know. I want to be challenged. I want to learn. I want people. I don't know. I like to talk. I don't know. It's I, just. I have the problem of I just talk to everybody about those things and they just, most people are pretty open because if you're vulnerable, then they feel like they can be vulnerable. But some people do think you're just a weirdo and that you're oversharing. <laughs> every time I talk about death people freak out oh dude I have so many stories of awkward like just you know <laughs> you get burned so many yeah. times before you just learn to shut up but then that's why I don't like hanging out with people I'd rather be alone if that's the case you know what I mean like why I don't want to I don't care about a lot of things people talk about I just <laughs> I, know. I don't I don't care like dreams my god but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or when people start talking about their diets, I just can't. Oh, or the, like their decor or like yeah. their plants or something, man. No, like, their pets. Their oh, pets. their kids. <laughs> Basically their whole life, everything about them. <laughs> or TV. I don't want to talk about TV. Oh, that's a big one. That's a that's a popular one. But it's Especially just getting worse. Like, oh. I feel even more scared now to say how I feel or ask yeah. questions. Like, you know what? It's, I'm becoming even more, I don't like conflict. So, uh, yeah, basically, I just try to keep my head down and not say anything how I truly feel. But I, I feel like that's lonely. I feel like one of the, one of the best things about being creative is that you can spend tons of time alone and just entertain yourself and you don't really need anybody else because you have this whole world that you've built inside your head. Totally. And like even my journal, like when I'm like working out or upset about the war or, or something's going on in my mind, instead of like talking to a friend, I'll just like dump it out in my journal, you know? And to me that it's, I, I instantly feel like, okay, better, you know? 
So yeah, because you have, it's like you're having conversations with yourself. Like I journal totally. every morning too, and I feel like it's really grounding because it's like a safe space where I can just ramble on about whatever fucking boring thing is bothering me. And I don't have to put that on anybody else. And I'm like, really, it makes me feel really self-reliant, which is an amazing feeling. So how can you feel lonely if you feel self-reliant and like you are whole and you don't necessarily need anyone else to comment on what's going on in your life? Yeah, totally. And I only really get a little randy about two days of the month. So, I mean, that's... <laughs> I can handle that myself, no problem. So, when the egg drops, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like, God damn it! So I know, yeah, yeah. So but, another question I had is, how do you build strong, satisfying relationships if you hate people? <laughs> that is a very good question, Carmen. Well, I don't hate people. I would say I don't understand them, though. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm so quirky. Look at me. But I from very young age, I, I knew I, I just I didn't understand. Like, you know, when you know, you think your brain works. I just think differently. Like when you hear everyone talking all the time and you're like, what? Like yeah. <laughs> that? That's, you know, like, what the fuck? Like, that is not at all what I think or feel like. So that has been my life. But I don't know. You find other freaks. If you're lucky, you find another freak i guess and try to build something with them yeah i've never I've had, had a problem some, some great freaks in my life yeah and then just try not to fuck it up because i mean you're not going to find someone who's perfect or you know you just if you can find a people you don't hate then stick with them you know yeah you gotta hold on to those rare people that you don't get annoyed by yeah, but I feel like my strength in not getting lonely is that I, I have no pro Like, I never feel stuck in a relationship or, like, I have no problem snip-snip, right? Like, I don't, like, I'm not scared to be alone. Like, when I hear that people are, I don't understand that feeling. Or FOMO, I don't understand that at all. Um, So I feel like that's a, that's a pro. I feel kind of mm -hmm. lucky. But I also think I can be unsympathetic to, or unaware and unsympathetic and to other people's needs in that way so there's definitely lots of cons like i could be insensitive to the needs of others i think sometimes yeah and because I, I almost feel like i don't know if i have some autism in me but i i feel like those a lot of the affectionate things i've had to study sort i feel like i'm studying these things and other people and trying to learn them they're not like natural you know imagine having a family like the kardashians or someone like that makes my skin crawl like that many people in your business every day chatty chatty yeah. chatty like what the fuck dude that makes me want to just i don't know i would have to fake my own death that that feels suffo <laughs> it feels suffocating yeah no appeal at all of that you know another thing i wanted to mention is how it's much more difficult to make new friends and like, how, how do you turn an acquaintance into a friend that you hang out with intentionally? You know, like, let's say you meet someone and you bump into each other here and there and you're like, oh, maybe I would like to get to know this person better. Like, how do you do that at this age? Because when you're 
younger, it just seems easier to meet new people and make new connections. Yeah, this is the ironic thing about me is I am extremely good at that. Like I, if you sign me up for a class, I will have five new best friends in like a couple of days, like, or no problem. Like, you know, David, for example, I saw him, I wanted to meet him. I just did. And I, we hung out, you know, like I, I'm good at it somehow, which is kind of ironic, but you just have to do it. You have to like, you have to be bold and you have to be vulnerable and you have to be fucking nice and you can't complain all the time. That's like the number one killer for me, man. I cannot stand people that just, it's just, and I don't think anyone can. If you're a Debbie Downer every day, no one's going to want to sit with you. But I think a lot of people lack self-awareness. I think that's the main issue. Like they don't realize how they're being, you know, like you have to see, you have to be aware of how you are acting, you know, but it's definitely harder and weirder at this age to do it. But again, you just have to be bold and honest and vulnerable. And I th- in a way, it's easier because it's so much easier to like send a, you know, a friend request or a message. Like it's way more cowardly and easier to just do it that way. So I don't understand why more of us aren't connecting. No, it's, it's so easy. It, yeah, I'm the same way as you because like everywhere I go, people like want to talk to me and I'm half the time I'm like just leave me alone (laughs) like if I leave the house I'm that person that people come up to to ask for directions or I don't know if I just have this energy that people are like she knows she'll or she's not she looks nice and she'll help me because my sister came to visit and that happened like eight times in the day when we were out yeah so if I go to like a class or I start a new job. It's like most of the time I don't want anyone to talk to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you can send out signals for that. Like most people aren't even aware of their body language, but if you pay attention Mm -hmm. to it, like you're sending signals out into the world, you're sending either don't fucking talk to me or, Hey, I'm super cool. (laughs) Ask me for directions. (laughs) I just, I don't know if, I don't know if I don't know if I have that boundary because I feel like I'm just always like open. Even when yeah. I'm in a bad mood, I'm still sending out the vibe that it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so, I really try to because I think I have my headphones all all the time and I kind of feel bad about it. So I'm I'm fair, but I'm quick to rip them off in a second if someone even makes eye contact with me or wants to ask you something or needs help or anything like I don't want to be that person you know I try to really make myself open and talk to the cashier and you know what I mean like because I just feel like it makes your life so much more enjoyable if you're really engaged and open to just to connecting with the people around you even if you only meet them once See, I just feel like I'm such a piece of shit that at least, like, hey, I did that one. I held that door open for that person. I can be like, I can sleep okay tonight. Or, like, I'm not really good at much, but I'm like, hey, if I can make the cashier smile, yes. I, I'm I'm, not worthless. I did something, you know? Like, that's where my brain is at. <laughs> I feel like, I always feel like, fuck, I'm not good at anything. I can't do anything. But, hey, I just, like, made that person laugh, you know? That's the best feeling in the world, I feel like. Oh, totally. people laugh. Totally. It's such a great skill to have. It's so disarming. 
And if you don't really take yourself that seriously, I feel that people are attracted to that too. Yeah. And, and, and just like let, letting someone talk about themselves. Like I hang out with my friend with schizophrenia just because I feel like he just, he just wants someone to sit next to him. And even though it's not making any sense, uh, he just wants this guy to let him talk, you know, like just <laughs> like some people, like everyone just wants to talk about themselves. So it's just, if you just let them tell you, I don't know, whatever they're into, that's a nice thing to do. Listening is such an underrated skill. And I feel like part of the reason that people feel so lonely is because no one listens to them, you know, like it really, it's so healing to have someone just let you vent or talk about something and they don't make any suggestions or try to give you advice. They just hear you and you feel like you're seen and that you're, you matter and you exist, you know, like, yeah, we're very social creatures. And I think that how you become self-aware is by bouncing yourself off of other people, right? Like they're mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how people could become more self-aware. Is that even possible? Like, how would you, because I see it as, yeah, I don't know. Well, it must be a skill, like having empathy and being considerate and, and just paying attention to things outside of yourself. I think yeah. th that can be learned. I don't know. I don't I know, don't but know I, either. I feel <laughs> it's it's kind of a blessing and a curse. I, I feel like I have a lot of that, but I feel like it comes from my anxiety. <laughs> it's because yes. like I'm so alert and I'm very, you know, picking up on everyone's body language and very attuned to how everyone is feeling around me but it is probably coming from a trauma or anxiety yeah, or something. I'm, I'm exactly the same way. Uh, I'm always trying to predict, right? Because that, that gives you this sense of control, right? So the, all of the observation and gathering of information that is to help protect yourself. Yeah. It's really interesting that some people aren't like that. I know. What's it like to not have anxiety? I felt Do it people... once when I did mushrooms. It was amazing. It was Do amazing. People... <laughs> <laughs> Do people who don't have anxiety feel lonely? I don't know. Well, yeah, because I don't feel lonely and I have anxiety. So I don't know. Mm. I mean, that those percentages you said were shockingly high. But I do think there's more extroverts in the world than introverts. So, yes, I imagine that it's hard for like, I remember working with someone once who said she was unable to spend a single day alone. Like it just made her go insane. What? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like she just she hated it more than anything in the world. She could not handle it. And I found that so fascinating. Like, I don't know. I, I, I've never I, experienced that. Like. Yeah, if you spend too much time alone, you really do feel like you need to go out and be around people. But yeah, but when that happens to me, it's more like a I don't actually feel that way. I just I'm being like, okay, Janet, like it's been a month. Like maybe you should, like you <laughs> oh know what I mean, like <laughs> or whatever. I'm... Like I'd be like, okay, 
you know, but I am definitely getting more reclusive with age, but I would also say my happiness is going up. So <laughs> when you're young, you just, you're kind of trying everything and you're doing everything and you're, when you're older, you kind of know what you can handle and what you like. And Well, I also yeah. feel like as you age, you also kind of go inward more. Because the early part of your life is so external, like everything's about setting up your life and figuring out your career and finding someone to marry. And it's all very like outward. And then as you age, you kind of move inward more and you're like, who am I? And like, am, is this what I want? Or is this what society has told me that I want? And you start getting more introspective. And cynical. I guess that's like wisdom. Or cynicism. <laughs> what? Cynicism. You're just like <laughs> when you're young, like remember how oh you just aw and then it's like oh oh yeah, you become jaded <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Life smacks you in the face. But I think it's really important to try to hold on to that awe and wonder that you have when you're younger and like not assume that people all suck or whatever like yeah that's my big struggle I really I work on that every day I try not to let my um yeah how shitty people can be or you know especially online you see a lot of fucking people acting like the hugest dumbasses you couldn't possibly ever imagine like you're just exposed to so much stupidity on a regular basis it's hard to not just go fuck this shit I'm getting a sailboat and boom I'm off and I have to struggle with that because it's not their fault. You're stupid too. Everyone is doing their best. Everyone is different than you, different brain, you know, and everyone yes. has something good about them. And I just try to focus on that, you know, because I don't want to be that. I don't want to turn into you. You don't want to be bitter. Like, yeah. There's nothing totally. uglier than looking at the world through that lens. So it's important to like try to hold on to the possibility and potential. Like you can't just assume that a person is one dimensional because everybody has like an inner world and you don't see that on social media. You don't know all of that stuff. So to judge based off of like how someone behaves online, that's not necessarily who they really are yeah it's totally it's the same as like judging someone for the shoes they wear right like it's silly yeah and i just yeah. like especially with all the young kids with i mean i just have to think back to myself at that age and i'm like oh yeah you know or that time i was really rude and angry or i just have to like remember because uh, yeah nobody behaves badly unless there's something going on that's causing totally that. 100%. But I do feel like people just seem, I don't know, I guess, given all the things of the last few years, um, I do notice a lot more cranky people out and about. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's just me, but people seem a lot not as nice, maybe, or, or just sort of stressed. Or... stressed and fair. Like, like, like I said, I was is... smiling at people and it didn't go well. Like, people... <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's because you're like a weirdo <laughs> but still it's a smile dude like fuck the old people like it 
But yeah, people just so old people always like it, man. Oh yeah. I don't know. I feel like nothing is more powerful than a smile. Like it's the most powerful symbol in the world. Like even if I'm walking with someone and I can tell they're like frazzled or I just have to look at them or their dog and I smile and they're just immediately disarmed with you. You know, it's like, it's like a way of saying I'm your friend. And then they're like, Oh, you know, or they're like, like, it's okay. The world isn't that bad of a place. We're all in it together. Yeah. Or it's like, I got your back. But yeah. you get a lot of suspicious looks mm-hmm. <laughs> if you smile too well, much. That, you know? Don't you think that that's because <laughs> that's we grew up. up with stranger danger? Stranger danger. Yeah. You know, everybody who's in your life was a stranger at one point. Yeah. You I and feel I like were as strangers. A, as a woman, I feel like we have female privilege in that we're not looked at as creepily as like, because yeah, I mean, I t- a threat. I, like I dress pretty homeless and I take pictures and sometimes I'm almost in someone's yard or I'm in their garage, you know, trying to get a shot of something. And I, I often think I'm like, man, if I was a dude, <laughs> like people would probably just be like, what are you doing? Or get off my property, you know, or something. But because I'm female, I feel like I can kind of get away with a little bit more. Yeah. You're cre- a little creepy more stuff. Under- <laughs> <laughs> you got that creep factor. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I do feel like people are not as threatened. Yeah, totally. Especially an old woman. It's like, man. It must be really hard for guys to make friends. Like, I feel like men are much lonelier than women. I bet they are. Yeah, that's true. They have a harder time being vulnerable, I guess, which is base. It's the bridge. You have to be. That's like how you connect with another person, you know? Yeah, you have to give. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I worry about old age because I feel like that's a lonely time of life because a lot of your friends die. And I know. A, a lot of old people end up in homes like all by themselves and their families don't visit them. And if that happens to me, I'm just going to become a drug addict. Oh my God. My, my friend once was like, when I get old, I'm just going to move into this house called heroin house and yes. it's just gonna be me and a bunch of my lady friends and we're all just gonna be high all the time oh my god can <laughs> I, I get like, an invite <laughs> it's better than sitting in a in an old folks home watching daytime television all day like i'd much rather be high you're on your way out anyways might as well experience what heroin is like i don't know but who knows what i'll feel by then or if i make it i doubt it but i know it it bums me out if I think of old people being lonely because I know that they feel the exact same way they did as they, when they're a teenager. They're the same person in there. Yeah. And that'll I don't be know us. How lonely we will be because we'll always have our imaginations and we can yeah, always I don't get lonely. something out of nothing, you know? And yeah. That's really powerful. Being creative helps you dig your way out of loneliness because it's another way to connect, even if you're just connecting with yourself. Totally. I remember even as a kid thinking I was so weird because I I felt like I could be locked in a blank room and for hour and be completely fine. Like I just would be, you know, the overthinking or the in my head, I just would be on wild rides. So. But yeah, I guess not every. I, that also has pros and cons, though. It definitely has cons. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's 
that's how people go crazy. Like if you yeah. don't spend too much time in your head all by yourself, you don't really have perspective anymore. Yeah, I know. And some people like you, you we've mentioned some people don't have that inner voice at all. Mm -hmm. They just, they just do, they just go. And I'm just like, that would be amazing. Cause I feel like it's my brain. That's my worst enemy. Like it's me that stops me. Like it's me. I'm my problem <laughs> for everything. So if I yeah. just got rid of that and I just got up and like, I remember it was like Neil deGrasse Tyson or something. And Sam Harris was like trying to talk to him about meditation. And Neil deGrasse was just like, I don't know. I, I don't, why would I do that? And it's like, oh, just quieting them. He's like, I don't have anything up there i just what yeah he was like basically saying i have never felt anxiety i don't know what anyone's talking about i just <sighs> do the thing he basically was like, i just get up and work and i was like damn like what no wonder you're so successful like? but i was like so jealous but at the same time yeah. i know that creativity comes from all the jumble weeds but still <laughs> Jum yeah jumble jumble weeds jumble jumble weeds, weeds. <laughs> <laughs> it's all those like those like synapses firing like that creates all those connections between weird disparate things that that's where ideas come from it's all of that yeah jumble weed jumble weeds <laughs> <laughs> i want i have one more question do you really think that snoop isn't gonna smoke weed anymore yeah, I tried to research that because it, it didn't seem real. And I don't know, because he's his posts are going about it weird. And I, I'm like, is this just big? Because he posted again and it was just a picture of his face. And he said, respect my privacy. But I'm like, <laughs> right? Like, because if you want it someone to respect your privacy, like <laughs> it feels like a joke. You don't post a selfie and be like, leave me alone. It's like, <laughs> wait, what? Like, so I'm like, Okay, but why would he be fucking? It's not April Fool's. I don't know. Maybe he's getting dementia. I mean, he must be getting up there. And my doctor told me weed gives you dementia, but I don't know. I don't know. It's I have no idea. But I, if I had to bet on it, I would say it's not real. But I, it's like 51, 49%. What about you? <laughs> Do you think it's real? I, I have a feeling that it's cleverly worded and he doesn't yeah. mean what he actually means. He's... He's right. priming his audience for something that he's going to do next. Like he's going to drop this new brand of edibles, yeah. he's, you know, or something. Because, yeah. yeah, he said he quit smoke. But, I, but I'm but i like, maybe that's just what he calls it. I don't know. But that's like, that's front page news. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. One more bad news item here. Like he has a personal joint roller at his side employed by him that like is just full-time full-time dude it just rolls his joints like i must yeah. be good at rolling joints <laughs> i'm terrible know. at it oh god i can't even do it donors that can't roll joints i actually have some weed being delivered shortly so oh i love that i should uh get ready for that Good old Canada, you can't find a doctor, but you can get weed delivered to your door the next day. Yep. Convenience. Yeah. I, I don't I won't be lonely because the delivery guy will be here soon. <laughs> Ooh. Classic fantasy. Brown trick a brown brown. You should answer in your negligee. Mm, 
I don't have a negligee. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I don't know what a negligee is. Like I know it's like slip. underwear of some type. It's like a slip. Like a dress? Like, oh. 